Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. Having a Disney craving you can't fill? Lifelong Disney World adventurers, Ashley and Sammy will take you on a journey through the parks, movies, books, and more. Whether you live miles or states away, if you love Disney, you'll love hanging out with the Pixie Dust Twins on the Limitless Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. On with the Pixie Dust Twins. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Let's get swimming. But before we do that, don't forget to like and subscribe to all of our social media things. Sammy, what are we talking about today? So today we're talking about live action remakes, our favorites and Ooh. our least favorites. Woohoo! Yes. And we definitely have some yes. opinions based on our notes. We do. <laughs> do. So it should be a good time. It is. And then at the end, we're going to tell you the remakes that we want. We have certain ones that were like, Disney, if you love us, make these. Please. Please. Please and please. (laughs) All right. Do you want me to get started? Yeah. Go ahead. Jump into your least favorite slash worst. At least my worst. Okay. So the ones I'm going to say, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble with because they're so... Especially the second one. Okay, I'll just tell you my two and I'll tell you my reasonings. My least favorite remakes is the remake of The Lion King. <gasps> I know. I'm sorry. And Maleficent. Don't kill me. That one's a really popular one. And I feel like yeah. I'm going to get a lot of backlash for that. Maybe. The Lion King, though, there's a lot of people who didn't like it. So I don't think you're really. This is true. I don't think I'm too much in trouble, but with The Lion King, I love The Lion King, like the original Lion King. We're going to talk about it in a couple episodes when we talk about all the animal-themed movies. Mm -hmm. But this one, it was just, there was something about the singing I didn't like. The voices were great. They really were. I mean, there's Beyonce, there's, actually, I don't know who else there is, but I know they're all great singers. And for crying out loud, James Earl Jones was Mufasa again, which was mm-hmm. perfect. I loved that part. It was great being able to hear a voice. And I'm like, oh, hey, look, Mufasa and Darth Vader. But anywho, but there was something about the music that was just, it was too clean. How they sang was just so clean that it didn't, I don't know, it didn't grasp the emotion for me that the original Lion King had. Like the original Mm -hmm. Lion King, you didn't have like the clear cut notes. You had the rasp and it kind of just sounded 
I don't know. I, I don't want to say animalistic, but it sounded more like what I, I feel like an animal would sound like. And all I heard was a perfect record. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, even Beyonce, I'm a love-hate relationship with with her music, but Beyonce like has a gorgeous voice, but I felt like she just made it too clean. Like she mm-hmm. has intensity and rasp and I didn't hear any of it. Mm-hmm. understand so that was my big thing that was the thing that messed with me the whole movie was the singing other than that i thought it was really good um and there was no personal touches that was the other thing that i didn't like some of the remakes have put their own personal touches on it right this one was literally like line by line script by script exactly the same yeah exactly the same mm-hmm. and then but even though it was exactly the same like there were some things that they left out but i'm like why and i mean i under- kind of understand why like timon and puma they left out dress up and dragon do the hula number one it'd be hard to do with with how they were making it and number two i think it was like a i think they looked at it as a inappropriate line that it Probably. wasn't like about equality and whatnot um, which I totally get, but it just, there's some funny parts that you grew up with and you're like, oh, that's funny. And and just, I don't know. Timon and Puma wasn't as hilarious to me in this movie as they are in the original cartoon. So mm-hmm. it was very disappointing for me. Mm-hmm. I get you. Yeah. I understand. Now Maleficent. <laughs> I can't stand this movie. Like, <laughs> I cannot stand this movie. Part of it is I'm not an Angelina Jolie fan. I, I don't know what it is about her. She just kind of rubs me the wrong way when I watch her on the screen. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, is they took the best villain, like scariest villain since the 50s, and they turned her human. Mm-hmm. Like emotional human. I'm like, excuse me? What? What? No! No, you cannot do that. Taking the best villain you have and like making her a good guy. Now, I have not seen Mistress of Evil. So I don't know if mm-hmm. she went back to being bad or whatnot. But this movie really irked me because for crying out loud, okay, yes, it's cool that the prince isn't the one who awoke the princess. But Maleficent? Like, are you kidding me? The original story is she's looking for this princess and they're telling us she knew where she was this whole time and she did nothing about it. No, that's not the character, Maleficent. You totally changed the character of Maleficent. And it ticks me off. I'm like, I I own it because my parents got it for me, but I don't ever watch it. Like the only (laughs) time it gets watched is if one of my friends want to borrow it. Oh, that's so funny. Don't like it. I think it was the worst thing to remake. Did I get everything? I did. Yes. So you can hate me for that. I, I won't watch Mistress of Evil unless you message me and tell me, hey, they turned her back to the evil person she is then maybe I'll watch it. But I'm like, really? If you wanted to do it, they should have created a brand new villain for that kind of thing and a whole new story. Not take a classic villain who in all of Walt Disney World is used as the most evil villain ever and change her to good. Like, no. Remember we talked about when we were talking about the cartoons, the animation, and we talked about how boring the entire (laughs) Sleeping Beauty is. I feel like to a certain extent, maybe that's why they rewrote it. I don't know. Maybe they should have just redid Sleeping Beauty, but came up with a better storyline, yeah. you know, instead of focusing on her. But this was kind of an early remake. It was the very first one. Not all of them have followed this path where they've Goodness. totally refocused on who the star yeah. is. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I wouldn't be as irritated about it if Maleficent wasn't such an iconic villain that is used in all of the Disney parades, all of the Disney shows. If you go mm-hmm. to Walt Disney World, especially Magic Kingdom, Maleficent is the primary evil overlord of all mm-hmm. the villains. That's and 
and she was that way before they did this movie. I'm like, you, you, you're trying to take, it's like Tinkerbell, the sassy Tinkerbell, and they took her and made her good, and now she's not even an icon anymore. That's mm-hmm. a whole different story. But you know what I mean. The same sort of thing. I get mm-hmm. I understand. I'm going to be quiet now. Okay. Your turn. <laughs> All right. So my first choice was Dumbo. So here's my problem. I love Tim Burton. I think he is awesome. He is super great. Dumbo did not, it did not do it for me. First of all, it took me forever to watch Dumbo because have you seen the movie posters? I have seen the movie posters and I have not seen the movie. He looks so creepy in the movie posters. I, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. He, it's a lot better in the actual movie. Mm-hmm. I'll give them that, that Dumbo does not look quite as creepy as he does on the posters. I don't know who edited those posters, but it weirded me out when I was seeing the ads for it. And I'm like, I'm not going to see this in theaters. It's going to give me nightmares because the Dumbo is creepy looking. So it's not the same as the original Dumbo, which is fine. Like we were saying, reimagining mm-hmm. is always a good thing. But you have these, the circus and you have these kids with their dad and I never really feel like I care about their storyline because it's just kind of shoehorned in at the beginning. And then it's like, oh, they haven't seen their dad because he's off at war and now he's back and he's trying to be the man of the house because the mom died from influenza. And so the kids don't get along with him. And then all of a sudden, midway through the movie, now they all get along because they're trying to save the elephant. It just, I don't feel like it was developed well, the plot Mm -hmm. of the movie. I don't understand how the elephant is born. Dumbo is like a day old. And mm-hmm. they take him from his mother because he's weird looking and put him in another tent. And he understands everything the kids are saying to him. Literally, like he understands English, basically. When they talk to these elephants, they understand, you know, like, oh, we're not trying to hurt your child or your baby. Everything will be okay. Dumbo, grab the feather. Dumbo, use the feather to fly. What? 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 And there's some other animals in the, the story that are not really relevant to the story. But they don't seem to understand English and everything that people say. So it's kind of like, what are you doing? Are were they, were they trying to replace the mouse? The mouse is there for two seconds. He's not really involved. And the whole first Dumbo, right? Timothy is the whole guiding light for Dumbo. He encourages him. He takes over mm-hmm. the circus. It's a whole thing. This one, it's like, all right, Timothy's over here. He's in a, he's here. He's in a little cage. And then he's just really not mentioned again because it's the kids and the dad that take over everything. I understand the reimagining is fine, but I did not understand the entire plot line. Like I'm literally the whole movie going, does the horse understand English? Like the elephants do does do the dogs that are jumping out. Do they understand English? Like the elephants do. I don't know. This is bizarre. Is it just the elephants that understand English? Because it literally was everything they said, like the elephants would react. They couldn't speak back, but the way they looked and everything. You said Burton did this movie. Yes. And I know he's weird. That, yeah, that makes no, sense. And I understand that. <laughs> but that, that part was just annoying me. Cause I'm like, the elephants didn't act, interact with any other animals. So mm-hmm. on top of that, they literally only interacted with the people. I just, it seems strange to me. And I, I didn't like the plot. I thought it was boring for the most part in the movie. Uh-huh. Like I literally was doing other stuff while the movie was on because I couldn't really get into it. And then at the end, they do this whole thing where uh, they have to save the mom elephant and everything. Kind of like the original one. Yeah. And so the new circus is like, oh, we're not going to have any animals in captivity. So all the people play the animal parts, except they still have a horse that they ride on. And I, again, what? Well, horses aren't like... 
a lot of animals that you see in circuses are like wild animals that are from different countries and whatnot right. that should be roaming free. Horses have been used as pets slash transportation for right. hundreds and hundreds of years. So I can see how they might still have the horse. But horses just, you can't really rehabilitate and put out into the wild. It just doesn't work. And I, I mean, I understand. But they made this whole big thing about not having any animals. And then the dude rode out in a horse. And I'm like, but you didn't address <laughs> You didn't address that. That's what, that's what bothered me. I mean, yeah, that would bother. yeah that would I know horses are a little different from an elephant and a lion and all mm-hmm. that. And I, I understand that, but it just was the fact they made this whole big thing about how we're not using any live animals. And then he rides out on a horse and I'm like, that is an animal. What are you doing? So I don't know. The whole plot just annoyed me. I, mm-hmm. did not, I did not enjoy. I did not. I probably will not watch Dumbo, but he was at least, like I said, he was cuter. The CGI Dumbo was cuter in the actual movie. Mm-hmm than he was in the posters which were creepy creepy That's good creepy, creepy and i thought it was gonna be like a creepy tim burton film and it was just strange i was gonna watch this movie not anymore i just <laughs> i would not really recommend it and plus it was so depressing because they were taking the mom elephant away and they said they were gonna kill her and i was just like this is terrible i literally was like oh my god i don't want to watch soon <laughs> because in the cartoon she's just locked up but here they're literally like oh they're gonna take her out and they're gonna kill her tomorrow you gotta go save her and i was just like what this is terrifying and the baby elephant is sitting there like crying because it understands and i'm like this this is just an awful movie oh my goodness that's that's how i feel about dumbo sorry tim burton all your other stuff is pretty cool but i just i'm not a fan of the dumbo oh no you have another tim burton one on here i i know and here's the thing though i my understanding is the first alice was very actively tim burton he directed it and everything but Mm -hmm. he didn't even direct this one so i don't oh think he was super involved they were like his characters because he reimagined them right Mm -hmm. but from what i was reading i don't think he was very actively involved in the second movie which makes a lot of sense I wonder if it's because him and Helen got could divorced. Be they got divorced somewhere in there. And yeah. they needed to keep her as the Red Queen or the Red, yeah, Red, yeah. Red Queen, not Queen of Hearts. Yeah. So I don't know. But, hmm. you know, the first movie set up everything, introduced everyone, all the characters. And I know it didn't follow the book exactly because again you're you're reimagining the world and everything well and you're bringing her back as an adult in the original child she is the child child, which is the cartoon right exactly i understand that but this one the only similarity it has to the book is the title there is nothing in this entire movie that relates to the book literally Mm -hmm. nothing the entire plot has nothing to do it's called alice through the looking glass and she does go through some mirrors Mm-hmm. Travel. Mm-hmm. That it? Yeah. So why did you even call it that? It's confusing to me because there's one point where she gets in and everything's backwards from the original room, which is supposed to be like the book. And then that's it. And then she does this whole time traveling thing to go save the Mad Hatter because he thinks his family is alive. It's bizarre. The characters are in it. You know, the Mad Hatter, the rabbit, the queen, all oh, of I, that. I love, I, but, I'm going to be honest. I love this movie, but I haven't uh, read the book. So yeah, I just. I just did not like the plot. I thought it was weird. I didn't think the other characters were in it enough. I thought it was just too much of Alice just screwing around doing whatever she's doing, traveling through time. I didn't really like the time traveling thing. I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Time traveling? She didn't time travel in this movie. I'm confused now. This is the second one. Are you thinking about the first one? No, the second one is when she... No, she time travels in this one because she goes back in time to try and figure out what happened to Mad Hatter's family because he says they're still alive. And there's a whole thing with the Red Queen. 
and why she was no, mad at her sister. No, and I might have only seen this once, and I haven't seen it in a while. Well, it's okay, because it's not really that great. The visual, visually, it is very, 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 very cool. Mm-hmm. The special effects, all of that. It's awesome. But the rest huh. of it, I just was not a fan of. I'm going to have to rewatch it. Yeah. Because now that I think about think. it, I'm like, maybe I am thinking of the first one. I liked the first one. So did I. Yeah. I have no problems with the first one and the way they incorporated mm-hmm. everything. I don't like the second one. I think hmm. it's a big time waster and it doesn't utilize the characters in a great way. I'll have to watch it again. Yeah. Let me know what you think. I will. I All right. Will. Let's let's stop complaining. Let's go on to our... <laughs> let's go to our like. faves. Which... Hold on. Let me double check if I'm remembering. We right. have a couple... We literally only have one difference. Well, and even then, I was going to add that one, yours, to my list. But uh-huh. since you had it on there, I figured I'll talk about it when you do. Okay, that's fine. Because I, I love like, that one, too. And I like the other. Yeah. I really like yeah. all of them. So Okay. So as, as Sammy said, we have pretty much all the same best favorites. So I'm just going to read all of them, and then we're going to talk about them. Does that, that sound works. good? Yes. Okay. So, and this is in no particular order for either for either of us. No. Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, Aladdin, Lady and the Tramp, and Christopher Robin are our faves of the remakes. Let's start. Let's just start with Beauty and the Beast because it's at the top of my list. It's at the top. That's fine. Yeah, we'll start and go down. I think casting was great for Beauty and the Beast. I know some people, I have a couple friends who actually didn't like Emma Watson as Belle. They thought she wasn't pretty enough to be Belle, which I found interesting. I'm like, okay. okay, I thought she's gorgeous, but you know, to each their own. Exactly. But I, I love her as Belle. I think she, I think she does a great job. I love the new music that they did and how they reimagined some of it. And then they gave Beast his own song. And I'm like, yes, go mm-hmm. Beast. And another big thing I love about it is that there's those personal little change touches mm-hmm. uh, in the wardrobe, in in the storyline, especially I love that they told us what happened to her mom, because rarely do we know what happens to these Disney moms who pass mm-hmm. away. So we figured out what happened to her mom. And then one thing that always made me kind of question the beast is in the cartoon, he doesn't know how to read or do any of those things. And I'm like, aren't you a prince? Like... Mm-hmm education and in this one they're like they say he is educated and and knows all these things i'm like yes that's exactly what he should be i mean he's Mm -hmm. a prince he's gonna have a a high education so i just i loved those little personal touches and of course the library scene i love Mm -hmm. it i want i want it i I just do i know but it's oh even aaron mcgregor as lumiere and Mm -hmm. Just all the different characters. They just did such a great job. Emma Thompson as Mrs. Potts. I mean, yes. come on. How can you how can you not love this movie? I, mm-hmm. I just adore it. Yeah, the dress, I think it's great. I was a little disappointed with the dress. I didn't think it was as pretty as the original one in the cartoon. Yeah, they could have done a little bit better. Because when you look at the Cinderella one, that dress is like, what? So, yeah, I understand. It's a little more subdued. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Belle probably wouldn't have really been... Super, super into a very, very fancy dress based on how she was dressed and her upbringing, you know? She was in, she was in a castle though. Like that was a really subdued dress for being housed in a castle. Like the wardrobe that was probably in that castle before her was probably a lot fancier. That could be. You're right. So I think it's a very odd choice of dress. At least you, you, they could have at least done the off the shoulder, something to make it look like her original dress. A little fancier. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I get you. I understand. Yeah. What was your thoughts on it? Any extra thoughts on Beauty and the Beast? 
Everything you said, I agree. I do like, like you said, there was more background provided for both characters. So we learned more about the beast. We learned more, or Adam, whatever his name is. And then we learned more (laughs) about Belle too. I really enjoyed the whole opener with Belle when we got to see more of her walking through the village. Mm -hmm. I thought that was better because in the cartoon, it's cute and everything, but everyone's Mm -hmm. just like, you're so weird, whatever. You're reading a book. But in this one, we get to see a little bit more of her being an outsider and Mm -hmm. what's going on and of course, Gaston was great, as always, <laughs> at being annoying, and I did enjoy their interaction. I think it was mm-hmm. a little bit better in the live action than in the cartoon. It was funnier to me. Yes. Yeah, I thought it was more funny. <laughs> and then I did like at the end when everybody turned back that we got to spend a little more time with them. So you got mm-hmm. to see, because, you know, in the cartoon, it's kind of like, yay, we're saved. And then <laughs> that's the yep. end of the movie, right? <laughs> Mm -hmm. But in this one, you know, they have the whole dance scene and you kind of get to actually see the characters a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I thought that was just a nice touch to give them a little Mm -hmm. bit more screen time because you always are like, what happened to everybody? And what did they look like? And it's cute. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice little change that they did as well. It was great visually. It was very cool. Mm -hmm. With the beast when he's singing and he's flying around, that Mm -hmm. was very cool. I liked the way that they set that whole thing up and his isolation and everything was awesome. And I really liked that song too. I think it was a great addition. When he started singing in the theater, I was like, what? Wait, the beast is singing? What? I don't know this song. What is this? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I had that same reaction. I thought it was very cool. Oh my goodness. The other thing I thought of about the the plot, because Disney cartoons have tons of plot holes. Well, let me rephrase that. Every movie, every book, every TV show, everything has plot holes. We're never going to fully get like a no plot hole show, but they did fill up a lot of them. Like we talked about with the education and the backgrounds and stuff. And then they also put in the, they also filled in the plot hole of how did everyone not remember this castle with a beast and all the things. And, oh, right. and, and they actually explained that the enchantress did something for everyone to be forgotten. And I thought it was really cool that once everyone remembered that like certain people like the baker is mm-hmm. actually married to Miss Potts. Yes. Which I that was, about that, yeah. yeah. Which mm-hmm. was awesome. Like in the cartoon, the baker is married to somebody else because in the song, mm-hmm. he talks to his wife. They put in those, those moments. And I love when Cogsworth's wife, you figure out who his wife is and you're like, Ooh, Ooh, no mm-hmm. wonder he want to be turned back into a clock. Have fun with exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so that, that was really cool too of them to do. It's a great movie. It's my favorite. I really like it. (laughs) This is one I like the cartoon and I like the live action. Mm -hmm. Both collectively. Yes, I agree. All right, Cinderella, what are your thoughts? Mm, So Cinderella, okay. We have established that both of us are not fans of the cartoon, not really into the princess Cinderella. Mm -mm. No. But... The live action movie, I loved, loved, Mm -hmm. loved the entire live action movie. Mm -hmm. I loved the dresses they put her in. Like we were just talking about Mm -hmm. the gorgeous blue dress. That was truly magical and looked like a fairy godmother made it. Mm -hmm. I think that was really awesome. I liked that the, we kind of talked about this last time too, but that they changed a little bit with the stepsisters and they added a little bit more of the original fairy tale back Mm -hmm. into the storyline yes. too. I thought that was nice. So it made it a little bit darker. <laughs> I don't know about for kids, but for grownups like us, <laughs> I enjoyed having that little bit of the darker element back into it too, mm-hmm. because Disney made it happy, go lucky, a little bit more cheerful, even though mm-hmm. you have the evil stepsisters and 
they added it back in to make it a little bit darker, a little mm-hmm. bit more true to the original. And I thought that was really great. Mm-hmm. I loved, I know you put in here, the casting's awesome, but I, yeah. I agree with you on that. All the characters I think fit really well. Mm-hmm. Considering with Cinderella and I, I'm like, I would love to rewatch this over and over again. That tells you right there because mm-hmm. I do not watch the cartoon ever. <laughs> yeah. I don't either. I, I have probably watched the live action Cinderella more times than I've ever watched the cartoon. Cause I will just yes. randomly turn this one on because I love her in this show. Like it's just, and I love the prince. Like we have a name for him. I mean, it's not his real name, but it's Kit and it's cute. And it's just, I don't know. It's adorable. And I love the, I love the King more. I mean, it's so sad of what happens to the King and you, you actually mm-hmm. see like the death, not actually see it, but you experience the death with Cinderella and with King. Right. And I, I do like how they made the Grand Duke. I kind of like how they brought him in a, as a little bit more of like on the darker side because mm-hmm. he's a doof in the cartoon. Yes. But he's true. kind of behind the scenes plotting evil kind of like the stepmom mm-hmm. so I thought it made a lot more sense of how they kind of tried to hide her away I love that they still had the mice in there they weren't as big of course because it's a live action but right. Gus Gus was still adorable and they still helped her in what in ways mm-hmm. and I don't know and it just it's a really good princess movie it's a good remake I mean, they did a better job yeah And Helen Bonham Carter is the fairy godmother, which was hilarious. Like she wasn't- Not what you expect. (laughs) No, not at all. You're like, wait a second. I'm sorry. Who's playing the fairy godmother? How is this going to work? (laughs) This is the Red Queen we're talking about. We're talking about Bellatrix here. Yeah. She was just fantastic. Yeah. Everybody did a great job in this movie. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And what's his face? He is handsome. What's his real name? I don't even know. I don't know what- uh, Oh, Richard Madden. Mm-hmm. Richard Madden he's a mm-hmm. handsome fellow so he was mm-hmm. he was a good prince to have <laughs> yes yeah they did a great job casting mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. beautiful job all right anything else for Cinderella no I don't think so I think we kind of covered it Hey guys, it's Sammy. I hope you're having as much fun listening to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast as Ashley and I had recording it. Don't forget to check out LimitlessBroadcasting.com for even more awesome content. I have a show with my husband, Robbie, detailing how our lives changed when he developed chronic pain after a 2017 car accident. Plus, Ashley will soon be producing a spiritual show with an uplifting message, and there's so much more. We have merchandise available and information about our Patreon account, where you can help fund our growth and get rewarded with cool prizes, anywhere from a shout-out on one of our shows, to guest appearances, to a chance to host your own episode. So go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check back for updates and more content. Next is Aladdin. This one, this one was very up in the air for me when it came out because I am such a Aladdin cartoon fan. And mm-hmm. also because I am a true blue, like Robin Williams is my genie. Robin mm-hmm. Williams did Aladdin 1 and Aladdin 3. Somebody else did 2, which you can't tell because he, whoever did it did a really good job of mm-hmm. doing the voice. But 
when they said that we're doing an Aladdin and Will Smith is genie. And I remember like my face going, huh? Like you and everybody else. Everyone huh? else is like, are you sure? Just are we positive about this? But mm-hmm. Will Smith did a great job coming in and creating it his own. He didn't try to replace Robin. He didn't try to be mm-hmm. that genie. He was his own genie. He was like a mix of Fresh Prince Bel-Air and just Will Smith. Like it was just yes. a mashup of that. And it was, in my opinion, perfect. I agree. Exactly what needed to happen. How he interacted with Aladdin was hilarious. What's your name again? Aladdin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Oh, Will Smith did a great job. Yeah. And Mina Masood, who played Aladdin. Whew, I mean, you got to admit, the cartoon character of Aladdin is an attractive cartoon character. Yeah. And they did a great job of finding an attractive man to be He Aladdin. was so cute. When I saw so him, cute. I was just like, wow. Okay, I could... He is the Aladdin. Yeah. Like when I saw him, I'm like, yep, you're yeah. Aladdin real. Mm-hmm. They did a great job of doing a boo CGI and the carpet. Naomi oh Scott, who plays Jasmine. Oh my oh, yeah. goodness. I love her. I saw her in, <laughs> I saw her in the live action of Power Rangers. She was the Pink Ranger. She was. Yes. She was, she was mm-hmm. awesome because she totally redefined Pink Ranger. We're not going to talk about that because that's not Disney, but when she came in, I'm like, you're perfect. You're strong-willed. You're exactly who we think Jasmine needs to be. And then she got her own song. It was another moment where I'm like, wait a second, who's singing their own song? I know. It was so awesome. It was just, it's an empowering song. I have it on my play, like my normal playlist. I have it in there to listen to all the time Mm -hmm. because it's just a great song, especially for women nowadays and, and young girls to hear that song and be like, I'm not going to be speechless. I'm going to say, speak my mind and it's okay for me to speak my mind. We need that in the world for girls of all ages and all ethnicities. We need to be taught that our voice is just as important as anybody else's. So I I agree. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I I will watch Aladdin just for Naomi Scott playing Jasmine. Like, it was Mm -hmm. just perfect. I don't remember what show she's in, but her handmaiden, what is her name? What's her name in the show? Oh. Starts with a D. I can't say it. I can't remember. But she's hilarious. Yeah, she's She's super funny. Funny. We're going to have a big boat and four kids. How about a small boat and two? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I love what they did with the the way they did the story, mm-hmm. how it was Genie telling mm-hmm. the story, and then it was yes. after he became human. I thought that tie-in was really yes. great, too. I liked that. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, in the cartoon, we got to see he became human and all that, but this time, we kind of got to see where where the genie went and he's telling his kids this amazing story mm-hmm. of what happened to him. I thought that was great. I liked that little twist mm-hmm. that they did as well on there. I, and I agree with you. Everything with with Will Smith and the genie, how it was his own version of it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people worried he was going to be, you know, like a Robin Williams. version of Robin Williams, but he really went into it on his own. And I know people were like, why isn't he blue all the time? But in the, the cartoon, he was not blue a hundred percent of the time because when he's bringing him in, remember on the elephants and everything. <gasps> right. into, yeah. So I'm like, sometimes he was not blue people. Okay. So that, that still keeps in, in tune with the original. I think that was the only one time, though. It was, but I'm just saying, in the cartoon. I forgot about that. Not, yes, he had to huh. disguise himself when he was coming in as one of his people. I don't know what his title yeah. would be in that case. But he, he had so many different yeah. characters in that Who knows? thing. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but yeah, I thought all the the song and dance and everything mm-hmm. that they did, which was a little bit different than the original yeah. Genie songs, a little bit on his own. Like you said, it was kind of like it was almost like Will Smith being himself or the Fresh yeah. Prince. So it was a little bit more of like a hip hop uh-huh. flair to it. And mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was a great twist. I enjoyed yeah. it. All those little changes that they made mm-hmm. in the movie as well. And then obviously Jasmine. Thing I forgot to mention is Jafar. I don't oh. know what his name is in real life, but he did a great know. job. Of, like I, okay. So in the cartoon, Jafar is scary to me. In yeah. this one, he's more creepy. He's one of yeah. those guys that I'm like, you don't scare me. You just creep me out and you need to go to the other side of the street. Like, I don't want you near me. It was, <laughs> I think it's just the way he looked at everybody. And it just like his face, mm-hmm. just the way he stared. You're like, uh, Okay. Go I'm, I'm going <laughs> to separate myself from you because I don't know what's happening right now, but I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. In the movie, that's always got me in the cartoon. I'm like, Jafar, it looks like a freaking creep, like scary, scary. Mm-hmm. Why, why are you all associating with him? He looks like he's a villain. Mm-hmm. And this, yeah, like you said, it's kind of like, like that guy's kind of weird in yeah. the corner. What's up? What's up with him? <laughs> you wouldn't necessarily think, oh, he's about to get out his serpent and mm-hmm. freaking attack everybody and destroy the world yeah i I agree i think the way he played it was good it was more subtle yeah well they made him younger in this one because in the cartoon he's old and even the sultan's like aren't you too old to marry my daughter i will marry your daughter Um, (laughs) in this one he seems like he's more like maybe only like five to ten years older than jasmine and aladdin than like Mm -hmm. 30 years older than jasmine yeah and i'm glad they took out the creepy snake transformation i was waiting for it i'm like don't turn him into a snake don't turn him into a snake and they did it i'm like okay yeah good. could you imagine that cgi oh uh, that would be terrible so terrible i mean i'm glad they still turned him into a genie because that is how they got rid of him yeah so i'm like okay and yeah okay did iago creep you out at all because iago in the, uh, sh- in the cartoon is just hilarious yeah. and then you got this just bleh. I feel like he yeah. was controlling Jafar in this weird yeah, way. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I wasn't really too into. I yeah. mean, it was good. I I like the change that they did, but yeah, Iago was mostly just funny in the Aladdin, the cartoon, and in this one, I was kind of like, oh, okay, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved the magic carpet in this one too. Mm-hmm. I think they did a good mm-hmm. job of the personality and yes. everything that he had in the cartoon. I think carried over. Yes. Into the live action. Mm-hmm. I just love the carpet. He's great. Yeah. No, my question. Yeah. My mm-hmm. question is how they end it because, okay, so Genie in the cartoon, he ends, but he's still a genie. He has mm-hmm. all the magic still right. and can travel and do all the things. And this one, he does not. He's human. So I'm wondering if right it was like they're like, okay, we're not doing any of the other two. I don't think movies. so. Well, the other two were good and they were popular, especially Return of Jafar. Unless they come up with some way to, well, and they know, married him get his magic. Too. But I don't know if there'd be some way to call him back and get his magic back or, know. you know, maybe they could come up with something like that if they decide to yeah. go for it. But I, I kind of did get a feeling that this was a standalone. This is it. Yeah. Because they, no they did get married at the end. And yeah, that's what made me think. Until the third when they met his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Between the genie sailing off into the sunset and the marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just assumed it was a single. Yeah. That makes movie. sense. I wonder if they'll do any doubles of remake of live action. Yeah, I was literally just thinking that. I kind of feel like most of these, they didn't really go into it with the intention of doing any further. Except for Alice. Yeah. And and Maleficent. But even those, I don't know how much they planned ahead for those. I don't know. Hmm. I feel like they might have with Alice just because there are multiple books. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah. 
Anywho, we should know. we should keep going. Uh, what's next? <laughs> uh, Lady and the Tramp. Uh, uh, yes. yes. So cute. I love Lady and the Tramp, mostly because it is a dog show, and I love dogs. And I, I love Cocker Spaniels. I grew up with a Cocker Spaniel. Uh, her name was me. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Her full name was Lady Amanda Jo Crager. So she was named after Lady. My current English Springer Spaniel is also named after a lady. She's Lady Isabel Rose. I just call her Belle. So as you can see, I have a very soft heart in, in me for Lady and the Tramp. The story pretty much was very close to the same, but I don't know if it was just because it was live action and how they how they portrayed it and the dogs. They did change Jacques. Jacques in the cartoon is a male and in this one he's a female. So it's like I love female. it though. I think she's hilarious. I think it works oh out great. They, she comes over with all these like costumes every time and you're like, what? Your owner. Hmm. <laughs> so that, you have that owner. <laughs> Oh, I just loved her little outfits. It was mm-hmm. the most ridiculous thing ever. It was hilarious. Every time she'd pop over and you're like, what are you wearing? <laughs> What's going on here? It was so cute. But I just loved her. Her owner loved her so much, though. Mm-hmm. It was adorable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't have much to say about it other than I just, I thought it was adorable and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I think they did a really good job with it. Yeah. And I feel like I, maybe it's the same thing. I just love dogs. So mm-hmm. For me, that was a big win already that I'm just like, look at all the dogs in this. This is great. (laughs) I love it. Yes. But yeah, it was cute. I thought they did a good job with the dogs interacting with each other and then Mm -hmm. how they interacted with the people and then being confused about what was going on and, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to figure out their new place in the world and everything. Mm -hmm. And it always has a happy ending. So I was so happy when they came to rescue their doggy at the (laughs) end. She was just so convinced they were done with her. And I'm like, no, they miss you. Come home. The whole movie. But Jay had a great adventure Mm -hmm. out and about and getting. And I like that they kept the little Italian scene in, too, with them getting the food in the Mm -hmm. back and them singing to them. And I thought that was really cute because I wondered if that would be in the movie. And I was just like, yay, it still is. And it's even better. They had to. I mean, it is like one of the most iconic scenes Mm -hmm. in Disney movies. Like when people talk about iconic scenes, they always talk about this scene. It's like you have to have it. Like if you don't, Mm -hmm. you're going to get heckled. Like you're going to get yelled at. (laughs) Yes. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cute. It's just a cute movie. It is. It's just so cute. Okay. This next one is going to make me cry a little bit. Maybe not, but I love it. Yeah. Christopher Robin, you can start because this was your list, on your list. Yes. So Christopher Robin, it is not your typical Winnie the Pooh tale because Christopher Robin has grown up and it was already sad at the beginning when, you know, he's just like, I have to go away to school and leave all of you. And I'm just like, no, you have to take Winnie the Pooh with you. What are you doing? So that was already terrible enough. And then the fact that he grows up and then because of the the war and everything Mm -hmm. he goes through you know, that he's lost that imagination mm-hmm. and that happy-go-lucky spirit that he had when he was with the characters. Mm-hmm. When Winnie the Pooh shows up and he finds him, that is one of the best things ever. Mm-hmm. I love that part of the movie, even though there's a lot of things that make me, like you said, mm-hmm. make me want to cry and tear up when they're interacting together. Mm-hmm. But just that entire scene when it's just him, Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. and trying to tell like Winnie the Pooh's like walking around in the house Mm -hmm. and getting the honey everywhere and I'm just like he's like a pet (laughs) he just gets into everything and just makes a mess everywhere he goes (laughs) yeah or a toddler Toddler. I would imagine yep yeah 
Mm-hmm. And then when they're going to the train station mm-hmm. and he keeps talking about the balloon and he finally just gets it for him. I'm just like, just get him the freaking balloon. He clearly is not going to shut up about it. He really wants the balloon. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, I don't understand it. Just get him the freaking balloon. Oh, it's just, it's hilarious, but they have so many heartwarming moments. And mm-hmm. then when he gets to the hundred acre wood and he meets all of his friends again and they're all freaking out about the heffalumps and woozles and can he go and kill them? And he finally gives into it mm-hmm. and he's just battling nothing <laughs> while Eeyore watches. Oh, I just, it warms my heart. It's just, it makes me want to go outside and play mm-hmm. the same thing. It's so, mm-hmm. you know, I love the message. And then when he finally reconnects and realizes what's important in life yeah. and all of that from, of course, Winnie the Pooh and friends and mm-hmm. the hundred acre wood. Oh, it's adorable. <sighs> It's a feel-good movie. It is. Let's just like, it's one of those movies that you're like, okay, so we are not like technically as old as Christopher Robin as he is in this time period. Right. And we didn't go through everything that Christopher did, but we all grow up and sometimes we lose that imagination. We lose that carefree kind of childhood spirit because we're kind of forced to, we have to get a job, we have to pay bills, we have to do all these things. And especially like for you and me, we don't even have kids. I mean, we have doggies, but they don't count when it comes to this portion of it. We don't have kids who like pull us into imagination anymore and pull us into playing. So I love hanging out with my niece because I get to like pretend with her and take her to the museum and act all these things out. And it brings back that whimsy and you're like, oh my goodness, my childhood. And sometimes we think our childhood's gone, but it's really not. It's still there. It's still in our heads. It's still in our heart. We just have to find our new version of our childhood delights. Like we still Mm -hmm. need to be able to have that fun. I think that's why you and I love Disney so much because when we go we feel like we are a kid again we can have fun again and it's okay to Mm -hmm. imagine it's okay to kind of pretend in a way as an adult to feel like we're drifting off into this magical world and Mm -hmm. and you get that with Christopher Robin like I cried the whole movie Mm -hmm. the first time I watched this movie and I'm I'm tearing Mm -hmm. up now just thinking about it oh my gosh Um, yeah it just gets in your heart it does it does like Pooh, you're like what to do what to do do <laughs> and just all the little things Winnie the Pooh does and in this movie is just beautiful and mm-hmm. we didn't even talk about it but Christopher has a family he has a daughter and he has yes. a wife and his daughter gets to meet these characters which I think is the most hilarious moment because they all just run off and go to like save save Christopher from the woozles which is Winslow is his the company yeah. he's working for yes. and Tigger of course is just a menace and he causes issues and Eeyore's just down in the dumps and I I don't know it's just it's one of those movies I can watch over and over and over again just because mm-hmm. of how good it is. And I love Ian McGregor. Like, he is just mm-hmm. a great actor. He did yes. great work, and he did a great Christopher Robin as an adult. Yeah, because he, he could play the serious part, the father, the mm-hmm. worker, and then go do something stupid, like take his umbrella and try and stab a heffalump. I mean, it's a big change between those two. And I think he did a good job of balancing it mm-hmm. without it being – over the top or too silly. I think mm-hmm. it was really good. Yeah. Really good acting. I yeah. enjoyed it. I enjoyed and I like kind of what you were saying with you are and all the characters that they all were true to themselves in the original mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh sense too. Yes. That they were, uh, no one was different. Nope. You are still overly dramatic and Piglet was still afraid of everything. And Tigger was still bouncing around like a lunatic, not really paying attention to anything he's doing, just being Tigger. And Owl is like wise and clueless at the same time, and Rabbit is his oh his oh OCD self, and <laughs> mm-hmm. 
all, yep. all the things. Oh, yes. So yeah. good. If you haven't, good. yeah. If you haven't watched Christopher Robin, like you should. Like even mm-hmm. if you didn't watch Winnie the Pooh as a child, you know who Pooh is, and you should go mm-hmm. watch it. I agree. Yes. Yeah, and it'll bring back those. Even though you're maybe didn't have a Winnie the Pooh growing up, it'll bring back those sort of childhood mm-hmm. related memories because there's always something you can trail it back to. Mm-hmm. Yep. That makes you just feel good inside and nostalgic yeah. and cry, but it's okay to cry. Sometimes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I cry all the time. It's fine. <laughs> I'm an emotional person. It's just who I am. Um, <laughs> all right. So the next portion is the ones we want, but I just realized there are some remakes we didn't talk about in here. So like we didn't talk about the jungle book. There is mm-hmm. the jungle book. They, that's actually a, good remake um it's yeah. not like it's not my favorite but it's not horrible like it was still really good if you love the jungle book yeah. i'd go and look at that do the 101 about- dalmatians those count right? oh yeah they did do the are- 101 dalmatians yeah. okay so they did do stuff before maleficent because those were way before maleficent yeah i'm just realizing <laughs> i forgot about those and you know what they did yeah. hook which was the yes. other remake was the remake of peter pan, peter pan. With- uh-huh. oh my goodness hook is like one of my favorite movies you didn't write it down. <laughs> I forgot. It's it's considered. I mean, it's not. They didn't really start these live action remake like yeah, advertising until, it until Maleficent. But really, if right. you think back, like Hook was one of them. They did do Hundred One Dalmatians. I loved those movies. Those, those are, are those are good movies. Yeah, I haven't seen them in a long time. Oh, I want to watch Hook. Had Robin Williams as an older Peter Pan, kind of like Christopher Robin. They they go forward right. in time with Peter, and he's married to Wendy's granddaughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. granddaughter. And he has kids and has to go back and save them from Hook. And it's just, it's a really good movie. I'm going to have to mm-hmm. watch it now. It's, it's a fun it's on movie. Disney Plus. <laughs> they have everything on Disney Plus. No, now, so no, they don't. <laughs> They're still missing, missing things. Okay, so they have a kid in King Arthur's court. They do not have a kid in... Aladdin's palace yet. Okay. Don't have well, write them a letter. I, I, I will. They have, they, there's stuff that they still need to add on, but. Oh, and, and Mulan just came out. That's a remake. That's yes. Nice. Mulan has came out. I have not purchased the, the thing yet. So I have not seen I it. I have not either because, well, to be fair, I'm going to watch it with everybody in my house. And one of my family members is not home right now. So when he comes back from his business trip, I really want to see it. Like I'm dying here. There's been so many controversies about this Mulan movie coming out because of where they filmed it and because mm-hmm. of the stuff that, that the actress has said that yeah. I'm like, okay, I need to just push all of that out of my mind and just enjoy the movie. What I've read about the movie is it's awesome. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. That's so what I've read. We need to do that. But yes. there are anyway. some live actions that we want. And mm-hmm. Disney, you need to be listening. Like, oh wait, listen. I thought of another one. Oh, oh wait, Pete's Dragon. Pete's Dragon. They did that. They one did too, do like a remake of Pete's Dragon. Sorry, it just popped in my head. That's okay. There's <laughs> another forget. one. Don't know about it. I've go. never seen Pete's Dragon the original. Haven't seen this oh. Pete's Dragon. Funny thing, I own both of them because I was uh-huh. in the movie club and it was one that came in, and I just have still not watched it. I don't really remember the cartoon super well. The original, well, the original one. Yeah. But the remake is very cute. Okay. I did enjoy it. I need to just sit He's down. like a giant dog. He's like literally like a giant dog. It's so hard to watch movies with my puppy because she tries to distract me and does not want me to like pay attention. So it's hard to watch DVDs in my living room when she's in her crate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's another one. Anyway. Pete's Dragon. Okay. So the ones we want. The first one that I put on my list is actually one that's being done. We just don't know when it's coming out or who's in it or 
really anything, but we know what's going to happen. And mine is the Little Mermaid. I I think we need to have a Little Mermaid live action, like. It's going to be awesome. I feel like it's just going to be. It does. It needs to happen. I know they did like the live ABC event with the Little Mermaid. I never saw it. So I don't know how it went. I didn't watch it. And I, I don't know. I didn't hear awesome things about it. And so I just never watched it. Mm. Queen and that's coming from think, someone who loves the Little Mermaid. Queen Latifah was Ursula, so I'm wondering how that went. That would be I don't know. She probably was – I don't know. I just heard that – I don't think it was necessarily the actors, but I think it was just the way that they – Did it. Set, yeah, yeah, I don't think it was their Kind of like the Hollywood Studios show of Little Mermaid. We love Little Mermaid, but the show is kind of eh. <laughs> Yeah, Disney. Come on now. Yeah. It's from the 90s or late 80s. Well – did you hear they're shutting it down? They are not shutting it down. What I read was they took the billboard down for maintenance. And I'm like, oh. all right, fools. Then why are you just not maintaining the inside and updating it while they're closed for COVID? Dumb but dumb. I did read that later. Okay. Yeah, I forgot to tell you that. All right, that good to know. Actually closing. The Little Mermaid. I'm going to guess 2022 just because of COVID. I'm going to guess Probably. 2022. Probably safe, yeah. End of 2022. The other one is, my other two is Tangled. I want a Tangled real bad. Good choice. With Rapunzel and Flynn Rider. And if Maximus and Pascal are not in there, I will boycott. You have to have both of them. I agree. Like, they're classic. You have to. How can you not? They're very important. They're very important to the story. They are. They're extremely important to the story. And then my third one is Brave. I want a Brave. That Mm -hmm. would be their first live action remake of a Pixar movie. And I think that would be really cool to do that. And it just, I don't know. I think it's, they can do it. Mom turns into a bear. We've done Baloo in Jungle Book. We're fine. We can do this. They could for sure do Brave. Oh, yeah, for sure. And she'd be a great like live action role model for young Mm -hmm. girls because she's like, I'll shoot for my own hand in marriage. I ain't going to marry no man. I don't need no boy. Heck no. I can do Mm -hmm. this on my own. Mm -hmm. I agree. Love her. I like all of those choices. I love your choices too, except for one. But Um, anyways. (laughs) Well, okay. First of all. All right. So the princess and the frog, obviously, for very obvious reasons. It would, the movie itself, the cartoon was awesome. So it can only get better. Mm -hmm. I'm convinced if they do a live action version of it, Mm -hmm. it would be awesome. Shadow Man might be very creepy. That's fine. Because that could get he's creepy in the. I know, but that, I'm like thinking, like, ooh, I that would, would get really it. scary. <laughs> oh, it would be awesome. I just think the movie would just be great. <laughs> okay, so I know why you're all salty over there mm-hmm. because I put Pocahontas down. Now, to be fair, I did say, but more realistic. Like, let's get rid of this storyline of let's fall in love with John Smith. No one cares. Okay, so why like don't we actually have it more? twelve when they come and yeah. Okay, have I'm, it more. Yes. 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 Let's just ignore that whole <laughs> nonsense that they did. She can still sing and teach them about things, you know, the colors of the wind and all that, because it's, it does not need to be a romantic when yeah. she's teaching. You could even have like some little freaking boy with her that came over on the ship with them. I don't care what you do, but <laughs> do something that's more in line with how she actually. Yeah. Her actual story. Yes. I think that would be a much better homage. I, to I can get on with that. And then the sword in the stone, which is supposedly also in production. I don't know where it's at. I haven't read about it in a while, but I've heard rumors that they're going to actually do it. And I think that would be a very fun movie. That would be one that's just a good time. Just like the cartoon. It would just be fun to go Mm -hmm. and see. 
it doesn't have to have all the feels and make you cry like Christopher Robin. It'll just be go and enjoy the magic and the silliness. Mm -hmm. But they have to have Archimedes. Like the silliness will go away if you don't have Merlin with Archimedes. Well, I would assume. Yeah, exactly. I would assume that he would be in it to balance out. Merlin needs some. (laughs) Yeah, and Merlin needs someone with him. So I think, yeah, I think Archimedes has to be in the remake. What? What's the woman's name? Madam, Madam Mim? Mim, yeah, Mim. Isn't it? Mim? She, yeah, she, yeah. The, I, I am like picturing this right now. <gasps> Helen Carter could play Madame Min so well. Yeah, see, it's so silly. She would be a good character for that. Perfect. Okay. Anyways, Disney, listen to us. <laughs> uh, just, just throwing it out. Mm-hmm. And then I throw in Hercules too because that would be a good action mm-hmm. movie for. Because they've done a lot of remakes that are, you know, the princesses and their romance and. Mm-hmm. This would be a good, just straight, you know, mm-hmm. I know he had a little bit of romance, but it was mostly just an action cartoon. Yeah. So I think it'd be a fun action movie and it'd be, okay. We all know John Carter was awful, right? Never saw I feel it. Like they could, yeah. I've never seen that movie because I've heard it so terrible, but I feel like this would be sort of in that realm where they could do a good action movie and mm-hmm. kind of redeem themselves for the nonsense of yes. the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. I agree. I think they might hit some snags with doing a Hercules movie just because the Greek mythology movies are so big, like Clash of the Titans, Clash of something else. We got Troy already. We have the Odyssey. And and those all follow more of the traditional like Greek mythology. Hercules doesn't follow normal Greek mythology. Well, they they can stick with it and make it a little... The characters are not correct. Like, how the characters so are interacting is they not could, correct. <laughs> well, then they could go, like, it'd be action, but it'd also have more of that silly element, like the, yeah. the cartoon did. And then that would make it stick Hercules out. Hercules is not a full god. He is actually a demigod. The dad is Zeus, but his mother was some human. But we're, we're not trying to get involved. <laughs> That's a lot of information for kids. <laughs> yeah. As far as the cartoon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I understand why they changed it. Yeah. Which in a pre- in a future episode, I will be talking a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. I have no doubt. Yeah. I love our list. I think our lists are good. Yes. You know what, though? I really do like this idea that I came up with of, of them remaking, like making Pixar movies, like live action Pixar movies. Like mm-hmm. what other Pixar movie do you think would be really cool? Not Toy Story. We can't do Toy Story. I would be crying all over the place. Like we need something different. <laughs> I'm trying to think what other there be is there any that we could can't I mean, do inside like, out and i bugs life i would not enjoy watching uh, a bunch of ants on the no. screen that would be uh, like it's one thing when they're their cartoon blue ants but it's another thing yeah. if they're real ants there might not be pixar might be too far into animation to be made into live action yeah because the only other one i can think of that has a lot of people in it, it would be up which you could maybe do that'd be too difficult but yeah i think it'd be a lot yeah it'd still be a lot of animation with the house flying and everything yeah and kevin you would have to get kevin and doug just and right and oh yeah and the the mean yeah, dog trio and, of dogs yeah and their voices <laughs> anywho all right we will eventually talk about that and it's yeah. gonna be great yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Pixar in general is better off just yeah i find it funny that they did break they did create a princess movie like when brave was coming out and they said it's created by pixar i'm like wait i'm sorry you're doing what (laughs) yeah are you sure you're creating a princess movie yeah 
but they did a good oh they job. did it's amazing i mean brave's one of my favorites but it was just when it was coming out you're like um mm-hmm. hmm, thank you wow that was a good episode i mean mm-hmm. we talked about a lot of great movies today and someone yes. that irritated us but mm-hmm. yeah anything else you want to add any ones you thought of no no i've run out of my brain yeah brains after i came out with pete's dragon i'm done <laughs> I can't think of any more. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pixie Dust Twins. Uh, we're really excited for the next couple of them. We're going to get in to all of the, uh, I believe we're talking about the animal movies, like Lion King and all of them. coming up. Coming mm-hmm. up. That's going to be like two, three, four episodes. So we can talk yeah. about all of them. There's so many. So yeah, I'm Ashley and that's Sammy and we'll see you next time. Yeah. And make sure, like she said at the beginning, go like and subscribe to our Instagram, YouTube channel, go to Limitless Broadcasting, check out our Patreon account. And I think that's it. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So yeah, we'll see you next time. Adios. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon.